Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the second hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071, live streaming on our My Talk app. Go ahead and download that and on your favorite home device that I will not announce because it'll activate all of those. That's so nice of you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm Jace. Lex is off. She'll be back tomorrow. Dawn's here. Mike Garden Center uh, is here. <laughs> um, Colin just sent me. I, I want to. Mention. I want to give a two cents of the Oprah Stern thing. Yes, yes, two yes. Two people that are two people that I love. But mm-hmm. before I do that, I have some good humor. My husband and Don. I don't know. I don't know if this happens to you when you house sit for us, but my husband has often told me that the boys are our our dogs, Dexter yeah. and Mister Big. Mm-hmm. If you're a new listener, we have a, a boxer and a little French bulldog. Mr. Big. He's pretty solid when you pick him up. I don't he know is, if he's, he's little. Yeah, he's not. I should it's, stop saying he's little. He's, really? Yeah. It's like, he's, oh my God, you weigh like 70. But he doesn't, but it feels he, like it. Oh, well, he's, yeah, it's he's compact. like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. He's like a sack of potatoes. Anyway, and well, this is actually more about Mr. Big. So when Colin gets in the shower, the boys wake up um, and they go sit by the bathroom door. We have a walk-in closet, everyone. So we have the the area of the room the, of the main ba- of the main bedroom where the bed is, yeah. and then we have a walk-in closet that then leads into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and the boys will sit there by the door and wait for Colin to get out of the oh, shower. Right. I don't know if they do that with you, yeah. um, but and I never experienced this because Colin always wakes up with them. I yeah, do not. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so Colin just sent me. I laughed out loud. The funniest picture. Um, if you go to my Instagram, you can see it. Just search for Jason Matheson. I'll describe it um, for all of you listening. He goes, look at your son and then try your to son. find. He goes and try to find mine. Mr. B- <laughs> Mr. Big. Just look closely at this picture. Dexter is front and center right by our bathroom door waiting for Colin. He's the boxer. It's easy to find Dex. Yeah. Try to where's Waldo and try to find Biggie in this picture. Oh, my God. I eventually I eventually did. And I cracked up. Is it in your stories? It's in my stories. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. It's in my stories. Click on my little head. Click on the the little profile pic. Where are you? Um, Oh, my God. I can't. Can you find Biggie? No. There's Dexter. Wait a minute. Do I have to zoom into the closet? It's the only other place I could find yes. him, maybe. Biggie? <laughs> Biggie! 
is curled up like underneath my clothes. He's underneath <laughs> my hanging shirts. He oh, found... God. Okay, let me take... I had to take a screenshot because... Take you a know screenshot. How, yeah, it's um, hard uh, to zoom in. Yeah. Um, All right. He... He is. He found a pair of pants that I had put underneath my shirts. He dug out my pants, made a bed, made like a bird bed. Oh my and god! He's, he's underneath my. <laughs> I see it now. He's underneath my hanging clothes, and you only see his ass. Like yeah, that's that, his butthole. Uh, of course, you only I've seen see... it many times in yes. my face. I'm like, really? Can we just please? You only. <laughs> Oh my God, he's having a little nap time there. And thanks a lot for making my pants uh, uh, wrinkled uh, yeah. now and hairy. Oh God, I gotta take here. You know what I'll do? Thank what, you for recommending. Does he ever do that? that? Is he sick? I no, he never does. Uh, oh God, now I'm I'm gonna zoom in on it so people can. And now I'll make another story because you're right, Don. It's hard to zoom it, in. Yeah, on, well, uh, okay. Here we go. I'm going to post it on my you story. You kind of have to, because stories go, and they're, like, playing, and then they yep. go away. So I had to, like, stop it and take a screenshot. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, Biggie. So here's what I do. Okay. I stopped doing this because they were creeping me out, but I kind of let them go everywhere with me. And so when I take a shower, they're standing right outside the door of the oh, shower. Yeah. Like, and Dexter usually has his nose up against... The glass, like down below, trying to Biggie's trying to lick oh, water. Yes. Biggie will try to lick the water out from underneath, uh-huh. yep. and then Dexter's really just smelling. I don't know what, but I'm like, guys, a little privacy. I don't know. Go do okay. something. I've now zoomed in on the picture, everyone. <laughs> so if you go, I put a big old arrow. You, oh, it's uploaded. Oh, now okay, now it's activated. If you go, if you go, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can yes. see Mr. Big underneath my ties oh. and underneath. He found an old dress. Those are old dress pants that I haven't donated yet. That yeah, I tucked. He probably that I, didn't even know they were there. No, I tucked them underneath my hanging shirts. You know mm. what I mean? Biggie obviously dug a pair out, made a freaking bed out of it, and all you see. The, is this little butthole? Oh God, that's funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, boys, God. those are my boys. They're okay. the best. They're the. They really are. I've just. They were with my mother-in-law uh, while we were at Disney, and Mama Haas always wears them out. Just so yesterday, she just was like, "Go run." Oh yeah. So I picked them up. We did like a prison transfer uh, i met her in a parking lot and i got the dogs and we came home and i don't think they moved all day and in into the night dexter never woke up i mean he just uh, kept you're sleeping like, listen you need to go out and have do potty something time. i yeah. make him get up it's pretty funny because oh, he'll yeah. be dead asleep and i'm like no 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 we have to go out before we go to bed because i don't yep. want them to have an accident I'm like, I know you've been sleeping on the couch for four hours, yep. but guess what? And then, you know, Biggie will get up right away, but then oh, Dexter Dex. won't. And I have to go in with the leash and go, yep. come on. And yep. he looks at me like, what? Who are what you, you and what are you doing <laughs> with that? Because I don't, I am not feeling it. And I'm like, nope. you got to come on now. Yep. Oh, it's, it's, he doesn't just do that to you. He does it to us every night. Oh, gosh. I love him. Should- should we uh, give something away uh, yeah. before we get to, uh, what are we giving away today? Isn't it Junk Bonanza today, It is Junk it? Bonanza, yes. Um, so it's a four-pack of tickets to Junk Bonanza Christmas show, a two-day indoor vintage shopping event for your holiday needs. 
a vintage once and more taking place December 2nd and 3rd. That's uh, this weekend at Canterbury Park. You, uh, we'll just put you on a guest list so you don't have to wait for anything coming through. Uh, it's four tickets. So yeah. bring your friends, have a great time. I've been out there before. Definitely worth it if you're like, I don't know what to get all these people. You it's can great. do it at Junk Bonanza. 651-641-1071. Mike, what color do you want to take? Uh, the sixth. We'll go with the that. The sixth. Oh, look at that. That's always Number seven. Six. Let's just do six this time. Let's, yeah. let's sure. do six. <laughs> 651-641-1071. Hey, um, I brought it up for a reason, Mr. Big and Dexter. Guilt toward pandemic pets. What? Don yeah. has that. And then uh, I'm going to tell you, oh, I meant to do this last week. Bethany is spilling all the tea on her new podcast. Ooh, and I started um, I started Ultimate Girls oh, Trip. Oh, Ultimate Girls Trip. Okay, all of that and more <laughs> when we come back. It's Oprah. She is so wise. Out of context. I'm not lesbian. I'm not even kind of lesbian. That was Oprah. Did she really say that? Out of context. Uh, I've been kind of lesbian before, you know. Mm -hmm. Hell, even I have. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming on our my talk app. What? I know. Uh, Sorry, Oprah. I I said I wanted to. I just wanted to briefly touch on um, Mike mentioned the Howard Stern story in the Dirt Alert. How and I love uh, everyone. I like Stern. I love Stern so much, and I love Oprah. Yeah, and uh, as Dawn pointed out, Stern has been making fun of Oprah for years. Right. This is the one time I, and I have no problem calling Oprah out when she's a little too Oprah, which is sometimes. Um, but I have always felt that criticizing people for how they spend their money is wrong. I, I kind of put it in the same. Um, in the same category is criticizing how people mourn, how people want to do their wedding. You have worked for your money and it is nobody's damn business how you spend it. And I don't think Oprah is so much flaunting um, her life. That mm. is just her life that she has worked for. And I really can't this didn't come and i think the reason it's a little different from her with her for me is she worked i know it seems like those jobs are easy but i've seen up close you know what i mean i was there i mean i mm-hmm. i've i've seen up close oprah doing 17 hour days for 25 years you know Absolutely. never never i mean that's why people wondered why Oprah wasn't sad when the Oprah Winfrey show ended. <laughs> uh, we all know why she, yeah. because it, we just took it in. We, we, we absorbed it. We took it in as consumers. She had to do it. And those were long days. She would get to Harpo around 6 a.m. and would not leave usually until 7 p.m. Um, so a lot of hard work went into the money. The money just didn't grow on a Harpo tree. And... So I, not to I mention all the her. great things that she does. Yeah. I mean, she has a school for girls yes. that, uh, you know, just will absolutely make you cry if you see and hear the girls speak about what it's meant for them to have an education. You know, yes. It's, it's and everything else that she does with Plus, philanthropic things. Yes. And you all listening, you may not even like her. You may, she may be eye roll inducing to you. You may not enjoy her politics, which again, that also makes me sad that we just can't, we have to stop liking people 
if they vote for someone that is different from who we vote for, but that's a whole other right. episode. But um, you may I roll through all of this, but you have to you have to admit what Dawn. You have to nod your head to what Dawn just said. But but even if she didn't give a dime of her money, it's her. And as a fan, I don't think it's flaunting. I like to see her house in Maui. That's just her house. She's not flaunting it. She's just making a video in her house that just happens to be 18 times size larger than our house. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really I just feel strongly about that. Yeah, I don't feel like she does she show what she has? Yes, because yeah. it's okay to be proud of what you've earned. And I don't feel like people who are struggling are going to look at it and go, now I feel worse about myself. I just don't. You no. know, I mean, he, he mentioned like, you know, oh, people are, you know, there's so many people who can't even eat. And so you shouldn't ever, ever show your wealth. I don't know about that. I think that um, if you make a point to do good things and feed the hungry and do all the things that she does, it's just overwhelming when you look at the list. Yes. Then it's I, okay. Like, it's okay to show it. I mean, we know you don't live in an apartment. No, no one's under the assumption. No one is under the delusion that Oprah is a, lives a normal life. I mean, she hasn't flown commercial since the 80s. I mean, you know, it's, it's just. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who would want to? I would get a plane immediately if yeah, I had any money. Girl, yeah, seriously. Yeah. But yeah anyway. it's, you know, and I, but I also can say, like, Howard Stern is a genius, and I don't, like, he can. Like he's he's half joking. When I mean he yes. wasn't. When I heard it, I was like, okay, because he talks about her a lot, and he out does. of context, this sounds like really hateful. But he's half of it is just like, oh, just don't do it's it. I don't bit. like it. Yeah. It's a bit. And then Robin will be like, but why? But why yes. do you care, Howard? You know. And it's just a fun back and forth. But he's always had this thing where With he her. talks about oh, Oprah, and yeah. that's why we're talking about him. We, we yep. still talk about him. He's the only other radio host that we talk about. Yeah, Because if we talked about other people, except for Kathy Werzer, we love her, yeah, you know, love you'd her. probably tune into them. But with yeah. Howard, it's just sort of like, you know, the rules are gone Very with different. that. So, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I wonder if Oprah will res- respond. Has she ever responded no, to him? she's never. And this is what... But, uh, Every time he busts on her, the only time, the only thing that makes me go, oh, please don't, Howard, is because I want that interview. I want Howard yes. to interview Oprah. Like, stop. I really do. <laughs> I, I want that interview to happen, and I'm afraid that she is going to be so repelled mm. that that interview will never happen. And yeah, I, I think, think those two titans together would be so unbelievably fascinating. Would it be I great really to have do. David Letterman do it? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Get them both together? Oh, yeah. that would be fantastic. Oh, would, and have them me, just sit down and be like, oh, oh hello. <laughs> Good evening. <sighs> Good Those afternoon. Three. That's my Bermuda. That's like my triangle of goodness right there. I mean, uh-huh. Johnny's dead. If I had Carson, it would be a box. But those are my three points of everything to me. It's Howard, Oprah, and Letterman. I mean, it's just, oh, God, well, he said that. And I got tingly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, you're welcome. Um, Thank you. But yeah. so the thing is that he has to have, he's so far removed now from the common people, just yeah. like Oprah is. Just like so it's Oprah. like he is probably afraid that he, you know, whenever you have feelings about somebody like that, it's really sometimes a reflection of yourself. I think mm-hmm. we can all agree if we've been to therapy. So you have to look at, like, does Howard feel guilty for having his wealth? And um, he feels embarrassed to show it off because he was such a rebel. And now I feel like he needs these little touchstones to still feel like he's one of the people. And one of them would be to not tear down Oprah, but make fun of Oprah. Because without that, he's not edgy anymore. And I think he struggles with having that edge still. I like the well-rounded Howard Stern. Don't get me wrong. I I love love this person. But, um, yeah, he still needs those times where he's bitching about people. Mm -hmm. We love it. The thing that irritates you most in other people is usually your biggest fault. Another great life lesson that I learned from the Oprah Winfrey show. I'm not joking. It was a therapist on there, and that hit me like a thunderbolt, and it's been so true so many times of my life mm-hmm. when I have stopped and I've checked myself. Like, why does this, why does X, Y, and Z bother me about person X? Right. And I thought, oh, wow, I do that, uh-huh. or that is what I don't like about me, mm-hmm. and that person is a mirror, right. you know, and I'm like, oh, I don't like it because I don't like that in me, so... That uh, every I have that in my mind sometimes. I'm like, oh, that's why I don't yeah. like that person. And it's good to communicate that to other people and then acknowledge mm-hmm. it and then be like, okay, then we're actually struggling with the same thing. Yep, absolutely. Uh, when we come back, uh, Bethany Frankel and Dawn started uh, Girls Trip, some TV talk <laughs> when we return. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I might talk everything entertainment, everything Trevor Noah. Will Smith uh, was on Trevor Noah. We'll get to that probably in the third hour. I watched it. Mm, good. Kind of. I just have the highlights. Yeah. Maybe you can <sighs> talk about that in the longer dirt alert. Well, let's do that because he hemmed and hawed a little bit and didn't go real deep. Not that I expected him to. And he even said, I'm not going to get too detailed, too nuanced. But anyway, we'll we'll do that coming up in the third hour. Right now, though. Um, Bethany is telling all in a variety of podcasts, and I'm just going to give you some highlights. I always love uh, pulling back the curtain kind of things, even if you don't watch shows, the intrigue, the uh, palace drama is always uh, palace intrigue is always interesting, I think, to, to the public. Bethany's pulling it back in her one podcast called Just Be. That's not to be confused with her new one called Rewives, where she watches old episodes of oh, okay. Housewives. And I I pulled this one for a reason. So this is from Just Be? This is from Just Be. I thought they were just always being 
positive in featuring entrepreneurs on that? Or have they nope. moved on? They've moved on. Okay. So this one is called Just Be Rants, where I love this. I love that she can just change the format, and it's perfect. This one is from uh, a couple days ago. It's called Burning It Down. And she basically, there is a lesson in this one. And the lesson through a story is, especially in entertainment, but it, no matter what, you, if you're listening to us and you're an administrative assistant or you're in IT or human resources or you are a lead shift manager at um, <laughs> you know, Target, Trout. yeah, whatever, oh. it's called burning it down because she talks about the peril of burning down bridges. And be careful what you say and really how you treat people because you never know how it's going to come back around to you. Oh, no. She's talking about housewives? Yeah, well, she's talking about Bravo. Mm, Oh. And she's talking. This is where the palace entry gets interesting. Even if you are listening to us and you are not a housewives devotee, she has a brand new show coming on CNBC called like Money Court or something. CNBC, and she looks actually pretty good. Her and Kevin O'Neill from... uh, Shark Tank. And she said, look, this show is going to be great. Uh, CNBC is excited about it. And CNBC just happens to be owned by Universal, who also owns Bravo. And she said, this was a lesson in be careful how you treat folks. She said, because, you know, the rumors have always been about me. And I'm talking as Bethany. The rumors have always been that I'm difficult. I'm a biatch. I, you know, I'm this, I'm that. I'm aggressive. She said, if that was really the case Entertainment companies always, and I know this for a fact, um, they call each other to see, okay, are we getting, where are the landmines in Bethany? You Absolutely. Know, the, executive, the executive CNBC will call their brother and at, uh, you know, their brother station and say, hey, bravo folks, what am I dealing with with Bethany? And she said, obviously, even though I left the housewives, I, I, it wasn't that bad and I handled myself pretty well. And she told more than she's ever told before. One of the main reasons she left four years ago, because remember, everybody, my talkers to catch you up. Bethany left. um, She was supposed to do season 12. And she admits it was really close to filming. And then the press release came out that was like Bethany's leaving. Well, as you're getting ready to her her to hear, I have the clip here. I'm going to self edit out a cuss word. Because it's luck. Bethany. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think I know exactly. Where I know. Where, I don't think I know where it is. Yeah. Um, she talks about how yeah, she pushed the date, and she Bravo. It wasn't great for Bravo, but it was a business decision and not uh, so bad that it ruined her reputation. Okay. So listen to this dish about why one of the reasons she left Housewives mm. because they found it out really close to shooting, but I thought that I was going to shoot the season. They, on the Housewives, the last, my last season, they cast some, I suggested someone. Someone came through me for the show because I thought I was going to be on the show. When we are waiting for the next season, we are always the dummies that never know anything. Like I go into a normal show like CNBC Money Court. I know exactly what I'm walking into and who's going to be there. Housewives, the talent has literally no power. So you are about to start shooting in a couple of weeks and you don't know who you're shooting with. You don't know who the cast is. It's totally under wraps. Okay, no problem. Now, I had earned my stripes after all the years there. And I was definitely under different rules and made different money than everybody else. That is just a fact. <laughs> but the person that I recommended for the show was cast into the show. 
and nobody told me. And she said, she's getting ready to cuss. And she said, she was like, what the F? Nobody told her and she shows up and this person is on the show. But she suggested them? She suggested them. Okay. But nobody told her that this was going to happen. Oh. And then something, and then she says something similar happened. And then Bethany reveals, she said, look, the truth of the matter is I was looking for a reason. I was looking for a reason to leave. And Mm. it just was becoming too toxic for me. And then she said there was something in the contract negotiation that she didn't want to budge on. Mm. And Bravo didn't want to budge on. And she said she's going to reveal what that was coming up in a Rewives episode. And she said um, the lawyer, which it sounds like it was really the lawyer's fault. The lawyer called Bethany's folks and said, you know, and Bethany's folks said, is that best and final, which is a contract term for, Uh is this your best and final offer? Yep. And Bravo said best and final. And Bethany goes, okay. Uh, Then Bethany wrote up her own release, sent a picture out. Boom. It was done. Then the production company, not Bravo, the production company that runs Housewives yeah. of New York. The you know, there's the network that runs the show, but the show was shot with, through a production company. Yeah, uh, the production right, company obviously. was like the production company was like, but what? Bethany's not there, and they're like, what? Bethany, and then the net, the head of the network called Bethany and was like, why didn't you call me? And Bethany's like, I'm not a kid. That's what you have lawyers for. This is a professional endeavor. Your lawyer should have been talking to you. My people talk to me. Yeah, if you you wanted to uh, convince them otherwise, then you should have been involved. Or the lawyer, yeah, or the lawyer should have been told to bend with whatever your demand was. So the head of Bravo and the production company was like, well, Bethany, we would have changed, you know, this and that. Why didn't you call Bethany? He goes, we are professionals. Because we're dealing through people. And we pay them a lot of money. So don't make this messy. No, I don't want to have a sidebar conversation. You deal no. with my person. Yes. One and day I hope I'll say that. And if your person <laughs> doesn't isn't representing, you know, it's not both the production company and Bravo. Sure. And they opened. It was their fault. They Ooh. gave Bethany an out. So this might not have happened. Whoa. Had that lawyer from Bravo kind of did the best and final thing. Is oh that the best and final? God. And it gave Bethany an out. So She's anyway, like, Good, I can leave now. Oh, yeah. well, uh, you know, as far as um, you mentioned her, her not like, what is the burning it down thing? Where does that come from? Like she said, look, oh, thank you to, to wrap this up. She said, look, I then talked calmly to, to the head of Bravo and to the production company and said, guys, I'm sorry, but I got this offer. Mm-hmm. This is your offer. I have declined it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I appreciate my time, but I have to walk away. And she said, look, I could have gone on my statement. I could have burned the house down. She mm. said, I could have, I could have told them, I could have released the info oh. of, uh, of all the, ba- you know, of how, what, uh, all the bad stuff, how toxic the show is, blah, blah, blah. She goes, but I didn't. This she is goes, what everybody should do. I admire her so much. Yeah. This is where it gets so just icky and muddy because they cannot help themselves from opening their mouths. I'm talking to you, Nene Leaks. You know, 
Like, yep. <laughs> just, well, I mean, she has, outside of allegations that she has uh, about being a black woman and that she was treated unfairly, I'm not talking about that because those are serious claims. And, Absolutely. You know, but when I'm talking about little this and that and like her revealing a bunch of stuff and just other people on the show ex-housewives you're like that was stupid why did you do that do you ever actually want to work for them again just and also even if you don't be the bigger person just keep it professional and there's no reason for the viewers to know these things well only for your own ego yes you're leading with ego because as she pointed out she was really nice at the beginning of the episode, and, and we'll go. Um, she was really nice to this one woman that was at mm-hmm. this party. That woman ended up becoming the uh, a big executive at a com- at a radio company at a competing radio company sure. that then pursued her for what is now her podcast. Yes, and she said the opposite. She accidentally spilled wine. At this party on this woman, oh, and this woman did not handle it well. Oh. That woman became a big wig at Sirius. <gasps> she was in talks with Sirius XM, and after that wine incident, the the talks turned cold. She never heard from them again. And oh, she said, "So ridiculous. you know, she said examples one, two, and three. She goes, always be careful. <laughs> Just hold on oh, to because that because you cup. never know. You never know what executive person you're talking to is going to be an executive at a company that you want to go to." I know that. Sure. I mean, I've had news directors and general managers come through here that I've worked with at other stations. And it's like, oh, wow, now you're my boss. Yeah, I never try to talk smack about, you know, people from other radio stations and stuff because I always say I'm probably going to work with them someday. Yes. You know, this is a small group. Very. <laughs> so you can listen to it. This is the Just Be podcast wherever you find your podcast. And speaking of that, don't forget to download the newest episode of Don and Kenny's podcast, News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. You can find that on garagelogic.com. And the newest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers, um, where we tell you how to do adults, uh, how to do Disney as adults. Or uh, do adults at Disney. Or do, yeah, or that too. That's a whole different uh, sex uh, thing, yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break, Liz, when we return. Our buddy Liz coming up in uh, just a few seconds. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk. Streaming worldwide in our My Talk app. I'm Jace. With Dawn and Mike filling in. Alexis will be back tomorrow. Before we talk to Liz, I just want to remind you, because it's that time of year and it's very important and we love it. The 55th annual Santa Project benefiting <laughs> Ronald McDonald House Charities. Bring a toy or gift to the Breast Center of Maple Grove or Imaging Center of Plymouth anytime during our Santa Project promotion. And we're going to get those to the kids and families of the Ron McDonald House. Listen to the virtual Santa Stop for these locations during Colleen and Bradley's show on November 30th. A full broadcast schedule can be found at mytalk1071.com. And thanks to all of our sponsors and everyone uh, that has uh, signed up to be a broadcast location. It's now time to talk to our good buddy, Liz. Hello, Liz. I think we need to talk. She's a sweetie. I'm going to have a word with Liz here. It's time for Tuesday with Liz. Every Tuesday morning, like clockwork. Hello, Liz. Hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz, who joins us on the phone. Hi, Liz. Hi. How are everybody today? Well, pretty good. We kind of missed uh, driving in. We missed all the snow coming down, so it was pretty lucky. Yeah, I was just thinking that. It started... 
coming down about six thirty. <laughs> yeah, just perfect. Oh, yeah. is it? Is, I, I'm in a windowless room, so it's coming down oh. now. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh. it's coming down. It's getting starting to get heavy. <laughs> oh great. Yeah. So as well, as can I uh, can I uh, uh, send out some kudos to some very important people. Absolutely. Of course you can. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Okay. Well, you know, on Thanksgiving Day, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm a shut-in. Right. And I have no family. Mm-hmm. And who should be knocking on my door but two paramedics with Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, those and are your they guys. they brought me a whole pie. And it was strawberry rhubarb, my favorite pie in the whole world. That's my favorite pie, too. And uh, and bless their hearts, on Thanksgiving Day, they were out there delivering meals to a lot of shut-ins like me. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, so I really want to thank them so much for that kind of service and for the fact that they're always there for us. They're, you know, they help us medically, they support us emotionally, and they're just good, fun people. And I really thank them so much for being what they are. Oh, (laughs) gosh, that's so sweet. Liz! That's just, now these, because you are legally blind, just to let people know out there listening, they, they come in and they make sure that you are, they do your blood pressure, they give you checks, like, you know, how, how often do they show up? Yeah, and they set up my medications. Mm, and yeah, they just we and they have wonderful conversations with me, and I'm oh. laughing with them. I mean, they're an all-purpose uh, organization to keep people's spirits up and keep them physically well. And I don't think they ever get enough appreciation for what they do. Oh <laughs> my goodness! So I really that... want to thank them many, many times. God bless them. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that now, is so sweet. Now, let me ask a follow-up, Liz. Did you eat that whole pie in one sitting? <laughs> you want to know what I did? <laughs> you did? Oh, good. Oh, it was so good. I couldn't stop I eating it. I know. Oh, oh, that is Liz. my absolute favorite pie as well. And I oh, love... It's wonderful. It is and great. I, I didn't think you could get them this time of year, but I got mine. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm uh, Probably they froze the rhubarb and the strawberries because you can just unthaw those and, and but make somebody pies. had to make. Oh, that is so sweet. Liz, that is so now did you get now let me ask another follow up. Did you did you have a tummy ache after you ate the whole pie? (laughs) No, I didn't. I really didn't. (laughs) Yeah, you're like I could have another one right now. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) You know know what's I love that pie. You know what? You know what's funny, Liz and Dawn knows this about me. I, 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 I'm not a rhubarb fan. I wish I was. I, I wish I liked it more than I do. It's well, like one of those pies. Thing, when you mix it up with strawberries, you don't taste strictly rhubarb. Yeah, that's it's true, just a Liz. tart, need... a very tart yeah. uh-huh. pie. That's what I love. About Maybe it. I need to. Do you, are you are you so you're more of a fruit pie uh, yeah. person, Liz? More fruit pie, okay? Because I love. The, yeah, I, I like apple pie and. You know, any kind of fruit that comes along, I like. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I love mm-hmm. the French silk, Liz. That's my favorite, the French well, silk that's pie. Good too. <laughs> okay, now, see, now, okay, now we're talking. Now we can, uh, what did <laughs> well, you, uh, is good stuff. <laughs> did, they, yeah. did, did, the, did the paramedics, they got you, they, not just the pie, Liz, did they get you a meal or were you just eating yeah, pie, which is a funny visual for me? Stuffing, <laughs> oh, a whole meal, vegetables, okay. Vegetables, 
Oh, nice. Now, do you know, it's just, are they through an organization that, you yeah, know? The, these paramedics work out of Hennepin County Medical Center. Oh, I see. Okay. Hennepin County Medical Center. Well, uh-huh. that's so and great. They, uh, uh, they work with people, you know, that are shut in like me who can't mm-hmm. really get anywhere or have yeah. medical problems. Mm-hmm. But they go to the uh, shelters and a lot of places to give medical support to people that are in those places. Yeah. Too. And, you know, a lot of times uh, those people have absolutely no friends or anything. Right. And they'll go there and just give them emotional support sometimes. That is awesome. And also, <laughs> you know, what? how we are talking to you is with formerly Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly. It's, an, it, elderly, it's now called Friends and Company. And they yeah. offer all kinds of things like this. Uh, we feel like you're being cheated out of a real... <laughs> person because you just talked to us that would bring you gifts and well we bring you gifts sometimes but yeah they do this the visiting companions i've been uh-huh. a part of that program so yeah there are uh-huh. places out there that that uh, just like this hennepin county medical center we're just uh-huh. so it's, happy well yeah there are a lot of good people of minneapolis i'll tell you yeah. absolutely absolutely and you're one of them we love you liz we'll talk to you next week well i love you guys back and have a good week you, you too. too sweetie there's liz everybody Every Tuesday, we're going to take a break. Another thing we do on Tuesday that's a lot less delightful than Liz, Second Chance Romance. We'll do that when we return.